That was you. I told Look, you. Man, you didn't even give me a warning. Like at least when I, I said three, two, one. Oh, that's what you meant. My bad. Yeah, because if I say go, then everyone's gonna hear that I said go. Well, happy new year, guys. Happy new year, guys. We're back. Uh, we're back from a week, so hopefully you guys did listen to the last few podcasts. <clears throat> We're up and coming in the new year, starting strong on January 2nd, 2023. Well, that's for when we're recording this. Yeah, well... You guys are listening January 3rd, right? January 4th, January 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th... Which is the perfect <laughs> first few days of the year, so we can talk about goals, we can talk about how to establish your goals, how to clarify your goals... And more specifically, like, yeah, how to set up your goals, like, when it comes to, like, MMA and life. Because um, we've had a few stories now. You, Carla, and I were talking about, you know, how some people are really nervous about starting the sport. And that's because they don't know, they don't know, like, what's, it, like, what it's, what it's it going to be like. And I think a lot of us are out of touch of, like really reality they don't we don't really clarify like how to set up those goals for ourselves and so we did just talk about that let's just go on in like detail like how to like guide us when it comes to like goal setting and just yeah finding our way finding our path to accomplishing that goal does that make sense no but Gosh. we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> Look, man, that's like this is just a full of ideas that I did had in the back of my mind. Like I didn't have an outline. My bad, guys. Like I didn't have an actual like step by step gu- guideline. But from everything that I just said, let's let's pick on one thing, right? Mm-hmm. And more like guiding us, guide to like a goal or something. <clears throat> See, I'm I'm different when it comes to goals. I'm very much a goal oriented person. But I'm not a big. I'm gonna write down my goals. No. Um, I have this much time to to reach a goal. Because mm-hmm. if I did, then I was just I would have failed a bunch of goals. I, in my mind, quote unquote, failed a bunch of goals. Um, you know, and then goals change. Yeah. You know, I, I tell people all the time. It was like to be sitting here at 31 with a gym podcast and doing everything that I'm doing it was definitely not part of goal. your goal yeah. no none of this was a goal yeah. at least for this time period okay. I saw myself at the gym I saw myself coaching but that was after an extensive fighting career but see that still was part <clears throat> of your goal that was part of it and, maybe and not the, at the same time yeah not not at the time, at the time, that, time that I wanted yeah. you know and, and that's what I'm saying goals change and maybe not the actual goal but just the timing of the goals change Mm -hmm. you know because in my mind I was going to fight I was going to keep fighting I was going to maybe go pro who knows yeah Um, and then after I was done fighting that's when I'd open up the gym and and start coaching and stuff but life had different plans for me so I pivoted I, I adjusted but even before that I spent from the age of seven to I started training at 19 so maybe until from between 7 to 20 years old I thought I was going to be a professional wrestler yeah. you know 
So that and that when I started training MMA, I still had the goal of being a pro wrestler. You know, it wasn't until I was into the training that I started changing those goals, you know, and then it shifted to fighting and now it's shifted to doing what I'm doing now. Yeah. But that was all after what I'm doing now kind of fell into my lap. Mm. And the opportunity to coach came about because if I didn't do it, then who was going to run the gym? Right. Mm. And then, you know, with the podcast, uh, the, the, the idea of a podcast kind of stemmed from it and it became what your YouTube channel is yeah. you know because we talked about like what you wanted to do and stuff mm-hmm. and that's when you know the idea of the YouTube channel came up and kind of what we're doing now is kind of how I thought your YouTube channel was going to go yeah, more on the let's have a podcast conversation mm-hmm. and interview people and stuff but yeah that's that that was my initial goal because even the first few videos, and I think they ended up on the Gems YouTube, yeah. those were kind of with the idea that that was going to be what your your YouTube channel was about. Yeah. You know, and then you went a different route with it, and you found success with it, and you're growing with it, and then it was like, all right, but the podcast idea was still there, and then that it was kind of just, all right, I'm going to do that. Yeah, because <clears> it, we, I had to be real with it, because again, I started enjoying the process of recording myself and showing my journey and then just the feedback that I did get from people but it's more so I, I used it for the form of expression right yeah and even with this podcast my goal initially was to show who you are because I remember and I'm pretty sure people don't know about this or probably they do but in the beginning when I told you about the podcast it was because I saw how you were struggling not to voice out your opinion yeah because one you are a business owner there are some sort of limitations um there are things that you don't say because again you have a reputation you Mm. have you know a a business to run so sometimes like in in the business world it's kind of like okay well you're not really going to show who you are you're going to show the business side of you you know and so what i wanted to do with this podcast is to show you and you expressing yourself and so we found more success with you doing that because you're a talker Mm. and you love storytelling and you love to act out like the scenes and I remember telling you like you remember like I like when you make us get through go through that moment and then when you start like giving us details and telling us a story I can picture myself in there and so I think that's where again it all shifted towards yeah. this, you know, for that reason. But yeah. And when it comes to the goals, I think we talked about it in a previous one, how my goals shifted, but the whole idea kind of stayed the same. You know, mm-hmm. what I wanted to do with pro wrestling, what I wanted to do with fighting, what I wanted to do with with training, mm-hmm. coaching. You know, um, but with all that being said. It's understanding that, right? Because for some people, it's like, oh shit, you know, I, I said I was going to do this and now I'm not doing it. Because I'm also the type of person that followed through with what you said. Yeah. But it was just the way that I express it. The form of expression is different. The way that I... When, when we were talking about passion earlier too, it was like, we all have different definitions of what, you know, someone's passion is. Yeah. You know, and 
I was like, with with Carla's definition, because she said your passion is, uh, what is it, a dying desire to do something nonstop? Yeah. Or something like that? Yeah. So I was like, so I'm amazed not my passion because I don't want to do it nonstop. What was your definition? I, I, I didn't give one because I've been thinking about it. I had one <coughs> in mind, and this is mm -hmm. what I, that I stand more towards. A, fa a passion for me, it, it's kind of, you're gonna, maybe there's some contradiction there, but it's something that you know you can live without. Mm-hmm. Like, I know for a fact that May, a lot of it is physical, but a lot of it is mental. So even if I'm not training physically, I find myself more calm when I, I actually train it mentally. Even if I'm just at the gym and I'm not training physically. And, and so I that's think that's, that's I, I, I think I can relate closer to that. And mm -hmm. I think that's closer to my definition. Like I said, yeah, because it's like, I'm trying to find the right words to describe it by trying to find what my passion is mm. and you know it's it's been obviously i'm amazed there obviously professional wrestling's up there mm. you know but what i was uh i was having a conversation over the weekend because you know obviously on on thursday we went to the the burlesque show and stuff yeah. you know and at the new year's party my uncle's wife asked she's like you've been you've been going to a lot of those <laughs> and i was like yeah you know, and I even told Carla, it was like, just that live form of entertainment. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it gets my adrenaline going. Like, whether, you know, going to an MMA event, wrestling event, or now this burlesque shows, mm -hmm. you know, when when the Vaudettes and Shaw Guerrero were up there, it was really, you can feel the change in energy from the crowd. And I enjoyed that a lot. Like, I, it, the energy wasn't for me. Like, I was part of the crowd. I was just enjoying the show, but just feeling the energy of the crowd shift I enjoy that you know and, and seeing them and, and, and talking to them a little bit after it was like I can tell right away that their mindset was right mm -hmm. you know obviously very different than what we do I'm never going to do burlesque I'm never going to do burlesque I'm never going to teach burlesque none of those things you know but it's like the passion that they feel for you know the conversations we've had with Shaw it's she's, she's very passionate about what she does Yeah. you know and I enjoy that you know and the people that i wanted that that we're planning on talking to this year on the podcast have that they're passionate about something mm -hmm. you know so it's i think just for me it's it's like you said something that you can't live without one way or the other and i think it's understanding what that means mm -hmm. because we talked about a few different people you brought it up too that MMA is very physical, but it's also very mental. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with me. I, I train physically less than I did before. Yeah. But I get to show it and teach it. And, and now it's even deeper because now I'm dealing with different types of people. Yeah. You know? And you're in what you're doing with MMA is now you're, you have the ability to rephrase it. Yeah. Like you can translate it in a way that people understand in any type of like any any form of expression like any form of language like even though it is all english standard but some people are different when when the way that they learn right and so what i'm ex what i'm trying to say is that people like aaron aaron is a is a brown belt and he's been training for a while or people like zach who also have more experience in mma 10 years of experience now so they learn stuff differently more on yeah. the strategy side because they've put so many repetitions behind their MMA training 
but compared to someone that just started a month in they have no idea what they're doing or maybe they just have an idea but then they don't really understand it fully so then you're able to speak to both their languages enough for them to understand mm -hmm. you know yeah so now you're you have that ability like that's where your mental training comes into play because you can just watch the guys and you can understand them yeah and like you can teach them which is the skill that you know it's and i think different. through all of that it still trying to put words together with about my passion and stuff and it's just to kind of connect the two topics that we started like with passion and goals mm -hmm. i think my passion is very much related to my goal and my goal was has has been especially since i started teaching mma changed my life for the better you know i was going through mental health issues i was going through a bunch of stuff when i started yeah it was within my training that it really started to change for me yeah and my anger issues have gone down I struggle less managing stress since I started training, like really taking the lifestyle of a martial artist. Yeah. You know, so MMA changed my life so much for the better that I just want other people to experience that too. Yeah. You know, and I think that's why the transition from when I thought that I was going to be a fighter to now coaching and teaching all the time was easier because I think it's a little bit easier for me as a as an instructor and as a coach to kind of help do that for people or help them with that because there was one time that i remember like in several occasions that we've talked about your passion and stuff one of them you have said like you want to be like the modern like bruce lee modern like bruce lee like mm -hmm. bruce lee um you know gave the, the, yeah, and the gave the philosophies and he was able to put it out there and live by it you know yeah. and that's how like it all started mixing in with all the martial arts and stuff but then the way that you show it is a form of like more on the lifestyle, more on the like more on the psychology side of it, mm -hmm. more on the mental health side of it, along with the physical side of it. Yeah. But you're focused more on like the mindset of it. And then there was another another time that I've I've heard you say something like, "Oh my God, it's like right in the in my my forehead. Like I can, oh my God, no I'm having a brain fart. I'm having a brain fart. Oh my God, I forgot." I remember in a second, but it was something but, like that, like that, like, oh no 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 no, you said something like, you you want to show people that it, it had to be along. It's something like okay, people that have never done it in the past, like never done MMA in the past, you're the introduction to them, mm -hmm. and that's why the ones that had never done MMA suddenly become so passionate about it, you know, and like you're that person that introduces them to the sport. Yeah. And it's crazy because you can turn a, a doctor, a, a police officer, or or any finance person, like, and I guess as someone that you would not normally think that they would do MMA, you just turn them into a mixed martial artist. Yeah. So something like along those lines that I remember, like, okay, that's actually pretty good. That, I didn't think about that, but but then again, it's like so much into it that I can't really articulate. I, I think with. With the way that like the mainstream media has kind of portrayed MMA as like this very rough and tough and yeah. like an exclusive group of people can do it. Yeah. When when I don't think that's true, you know. And at the same mm. time, like the cardio kickboxing stuff and the people that are just like, oh, you, you know, hit the bag and yeah. you know you're fine. You know, I don't I don't like that either. <laughs> you know, yeah. I I, I want to train. 
I train everybody as if they're gonna fight, and maybe they don't want to because we don't have a lot, of, a whole lot of people that have that goal. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we're getting more people with the goals. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always told people if you're if you love it, you know, do a grappling term, do one fight, do a kickboxing fight, just you know, do it once because it, it really is a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and it teaches you a lot about yourself. Yeah. You know, and I said it in the class today because we kept you know the new people. We had a lot of new people come in. We had some people that have been training for a while and we kept everyone together for the first class of the year because we're just going over the basics, right? And it was it was something that I didn't necessarily think out loud because I haven't taught a basic class in a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, so there was a few times where I, I felt like I was talking and I was like, oh shit. Someone that's doing this for the first day might not 100% understand what I'm saying. Yep. You know, but... that doesn't stop me from from doing that you know because i want to give them a very real picture of it you know it's not something that you're going to pick up in a day and i was very honest with it because striking was always my my weaker side of things you know the the jab cross the footwork for it was something that took me six months to feel comfortable with you know so it's not some i i I never make any promises that people are going to understand this right away and that's appreciated (laughs) because again some people think that just because they take one class, they're going to be good at it. Like, yeah. especially the perfectionist ones, you know? Yeah. You're like, oh, I did one class, but then no. No. It takes repetition. I was talking to one of the newer girls, and she she's maybe four classes in. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about it, and she was... Because even with... We did jumping lunges for strength and conditioning. And she's like, those get me every single time. What can I do? I was like, jumping keep lunges. doing them, you know? There, there's no substitute for that. You know, and I told her, it's going to be difficult, and you're going to find difficulty in different parts. There's going to be adjustments that have to be made, and we kind of talked about goals, because I kind of always told the newer people, I was like, write your goals down in pencil, so you can always erase it and adjust them as you need to. But I think the first six months are huge in your training. The first six months, you're really going to set a tone for yourself. You know, what I was telling the whole class, it was like, there's three things that you need to know in a fight. The environment your opponent and yourself your environment's forever changing your opponents are forever changing but it's it's yourself that's what you need to know everywhere you go you need to know what you're good at you need to know what you're not so good at and you need to know where that wall is and you know you need to know how hard you can push yourself and that training mma is the perfect way in my opinion and it's a biased opinion because i've been doing it for so long but you learn a lot about yourself what do you need for mma you need coordination. You need a little bit of agility. You need a little bit of strength. You need a little bit of cardio. Yeah. And those are the physical things. But you also need to be disciplined. You need to be patient. You need to be diligent. You know? And then there's some remembering. You gotta remember the names. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you know, rem- react. You gotta be able to react to certain things. That's you know, right. so there's a, there's a lot. You know, and like you said, we've had doctors, we've had lawyers, we've had cops, we've had a bunch of different walks of life that come to the gym and stuff. You know, but it there's something about balancing it. It, it teaches you how to multitask. Mm-hmm. You know, especially once we start mixing things together. And everywhere we go, there's there's a point where you need to multitask in whatever profession that you do. Because that's another thing that like it's it's also very valid. Like we're, we're as humans and our body, our mechanics, we need to be mobile. Yeah. You know, and that's why I mean, there's some people that don't do MMA okay cool you know a lot of people do like lift they lift weights or whatever they do other sports but what we do is because we're tackling everything 
Yeah. And so, yeah, the balance is literally, okay, you work all day on a stressful day, but then you come to the gym and you start exercising your brain and your resilience and your mental strength. And on top of that, your body, you're moving it, you know, you're making your body mobile yeah. and fit at the same time. So we are tackling like all those areas that I don't think a lot of people really understand until they take the time, enough time to do it. Yep. And it's going to be different for a lot of people, you yeah. know, and that's fine, you know, but it's just, they need to accept that for what it is, you know, because yeah. uh, we were just talking, I, I got a text message from, from a, an old student of mine. Yeah. He's been gone for a while, but he was, he told me, he's like, I realized that I need the gym because it's essential to my mental health. Mm. You know, we've talked about people that maybe don't like working out or exercising, but mm. they have health issues. And MMA was a style of exercise that really pushed them, you know, that really helped them get results. And as soon as they stopped, the results went backwards, you know. So it's understanding and accepting what it is for you, you know. And the sport of MMA, as much as I love it and stuff, my mental health and my physical health is what my passion is. My form of doing that is through MMA. And lifting weights because I, I I do both and and there's a, as much as I understand that there's some things that I do in the weight room that don't necessarily benefit the MMA side of things. Yeah. There's just something that's the, the, I I don't want to say the word passion because I I don't want I never thought of myself having a passion for lifting weights, mm-hmm. but if we're gonna go by that definition of something that you can't live without. For me, that's lifting. And for me, it's something... I don't know if it's because I've always been a smaller guy that struggled with, you know, my my physical image of being super skinny at one point. There's something about moving heavy weights. (laughs) And and I think we were talking about this because we we started filming from upcoming YouTube videos that are coming back this year. Because you're like... Lifting is so boring. <laughs> I know, right? You know, and granted, you were the one that was recording, and I was the one that was lifting. <laughs> yes. You know, but I, I, I told you, it's like, there's something about being underneath the bar that's, if you cannot move this weight, this bar will crush you, yeah. and you will get hurt. Yeah. You know, so for me, that that's almost like an adrenaline. It's like, if I don't move my head, I'm going to get punched in the face. Yeah. For me, it's very similar with mm-hmm. you know, getting underneath the the barbell and knowing that if I fail this bench press, it's going to crush my chest. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've heard similar things with, <clears throat> like, the, the weight of, of it. Yeah. Because the weight of it it's, shows your strength. Mm-hmm. And if you can pick that up, like, you can lift anything up. Mm-hmm. You know, you're essentially working through life struggles yep. by picking yourself up every time. Yeah. So that's something that I've heard in the past that, yeah, it makes sense. And that's something that I get with MMA too. It's like you get punched in the face, you're gonna you're gonna go through it. You know, Tyson said everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the face. You know, so how how dedicated can you be to something once something doesn't happen? Like if we take that quote and apply it to life, yeah, we all have goals. We've all gone through it where we we get hit with roadblocks. Yeah, you know, and things don't go as smoothly as we want. Yeah, do we stop? Do we stop a fight after one punch? You make the adjustments that you need to make to keep going. So there's so many of these things, so many of these philosophies that you can apply from the sport and take it to life. 
Because also another thing that maybe could be like a mis- misconception, like people that just go hard, right? All or nothing mentality. Yeah. When they, they start the sport, they feel like they need to do it every day yeah. for those repetitions. But it's not about the intensity. It's about the quality of your training. Because I always think about like how Leo, he's a fighter, right? He's a fighter, mixed martial artist, but he doesn't train every week, every day. Yeah. He trains, yeah, every, every week, but not like maybe twice, three times a week, whatever the case is, or he takes some breaks in between. But when he, when he comes back to the gym, he's training, and he's mentally there, he's present, and he's putting in that work. And you can see that with him for the last fight he had. Yeah. He was training one day out of the week at the gym. You know, yeah. granted, he was doing what he had to do on his own. You but know, see, his that's schedule the difference. Was crazy. He did that on his own. Yeah. But like we also tell people, you can't replace training an M- for an MMA fight without doing MMA. Yeah. Right? You know, he was doing his cardio. He was doing his strength training on his own. But one day a week of MMA training. And he put on the performance that he put on in his last fight. Yeah. You know, but when he shows up, he's not daydreaming. He's not on his phone. He's not looking around. He shows up. He does the work. He does the drills. He does what he's supposed to do. He has his rounds. He reflects on the rounds. He's working through them. He pushes himself, and his only focus for those two or three hours is training. Yeah. You know, and that's something that I, I see less of. You know, when when I was training full time, it was like when when it was time to go get water, we we got our water. We were taking our notes. Yeah. We were maybe you know shadow boxing what we just went over to make sure that I can put it down in my ro- notes good. Yeah. You know, but now I see a lot of people that they use that time to kind of rest and they talk like, oh, how was your weekend? You know, what are you doing after class? Things like that. Yeah. You know, the the focus isn't 100% in the training. Yeah. You know, and again, for some people that are doing this for, a, you know, just a hobby or some people that are just doing this for the workout, for them it doesn't matter and that's fine. Yeah. But they need to understand that. Yeah. And accept that. And accept it. Yeah, because again, I, I do see the difference between, yeah, either generations and people. Like, there are some people that, you know, they're just, they're focused on the MMA. So, yeah. you ask them something, they'll go straight to the MMA point. And then some people are just willing to talk about everything else. Mm-hmm. But you it's know, not and, the same. And, and that's going to, I think, help people with their goals. You know, yeah. if, if they're accepting of that, they can't put a goal as like, all right, I'm going to get better at the jab. You know, if they're not putting in the work to get better at the job yeah. you know if you're going to put that as a goal you also have to put in the work to get towards that goal yeah. just because you write down a goal and especially right now with the new year's resolutions just because you made a post on social media saying that you're going to work on this for 2023 doesn't mean. it doesn't mean you're actually going to put in the work to do that yeah. you know i was always kind of the enjoy the process type of guy yeah. you know pick a process and pick a journey that you're going to enjoy getting to the destination for you know, and for some people, and I've seen some of the posts that people have been making, some of the posts that they're asking to do for 2023, granted it's we're a few days into the year, some of the goals that people set for themselves aren't going to be met in a year. Mm. You know, and there's that statistic that come most New Year's resolutioners drop off their resolutions by March. Mm. You know, so set a goal to get you through the first three months. But yeah. that goal is going to help you get to the to the more long-term goals. Yeah. You know, so set a goal to set up that process. If there's a process, if you want to have a six-pack, then your goal shouldn't be, let me get a six-pack. Yeah. Your goal should be, I'm going to work out this many days a week. Yeah. I'm going to meal prep. 
I'm going to fix my diet because those everyday goals are going to help get to the long-term goal. You know, for me, it was a, a, a weight gain. You know, I wanted to put on muscle. Yeah. Tell the story. So many times, I was 105 pounds in high school. I stepped on the scale today at 158. Mm. You know, and it's... High school was a long time ago. High school was 16 years ago. Yeah. You know, so it took me 16 years to gain 50 pounds. And some people are like, man, I gained 50 pounds just by looking at a burger. Yeah. You know, and people that go through the journey that I've gone through understand that yeah for us it's difficult to put on weight just like for some people it's difficult to lose weight I knew I wanted to put on muscle but I never set a goal like I'm gonna do this in a year because I knew that I had to change diet I had to change the way that I lifted there was a lot of things that I had to change and there was a lot of things that I had to try and fail before I found what worked for me you know so it took me a while to get to my goals but and I'm still working towards goals that are related to that but for me it was fixing my lifting and then you've heard because last year is when I really started you know meal prepping taking the time to try to learn how to cook and stuff so that I can start fixing my diet it was a goal that I kind of set for myself last year that I think because I didn't enjoy cooking as much as I thought I was it's taken me a little bit longer to get there Mm -hmm. you know but the same way MMA for me is a lifelong journey because I, you're always going to get find something that you need to get better at yeah. in MMA. So it's a journey that doesn't stop. You know, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay setting my goals to be more long-term. Because that's another thing too. Um, looking at the big picture, right? The big picture is looking at the big goal. Yeah. And then from the big goal, you need those little goals that's going to get you to the big goal, not yeah. just zero to 100. Yeah. Because how are you going to get to the big goal if you're not putting little goals to the side? Mm-hmm. Because you need to keep track of what you're doing. Yep. And it's, if you're accomplishing those little goals, that means you're taking a step forward to the big goal. Yep. But if you just like say, oh, yeah, okay, I'm going to lose weight, but then what are you doing? Yeah. What's your little goal? Yeah. You know, so I guess having those little real sustainable goals. Attainable goals. Attainable goals that you know you're going to do and that you know you can do at the moment, you know? Because that's also going to boost your your confidence, you know? Yeah. Because I don't want to speak for everybody, but for me personally, sometimes not reaching my goals was because of lack of confidence that I can do those goals, mm. you know? What do you think that is? Is it because you never tried them or because you just failed at them? I think it's a combination of both, depending mm. on what the goal is, you know? For Why do you think that you failed at some? mainly because I'm so used to losing mm. like you automatically like st- stopped yourself Oof. from attaining because you lost your confidence yeah. from the get go yeah mm. you know and for some of the things that are new it's That's like really st- starting something new is never never easy like someone uh, new just started the class and mm-hmm. Carla said that they were like almost shaking from how nervous they were you know, and Carla let them know at the end of class. It's like, just by showing up, being this nervous to start an MMA class, to be this nervous and you got through it, you did so much more than so many people do. Yeah. Because there's things that we want to do. Like, for me, even being a wrestler, a professional wrestler. Yeah. I never even started the process for that. I've never stepped foot in a wrestling ring. You know, so I, I don't know if I would have been good at it. I don't know if I was going to be bad at it because I was too scared to even try it. 
you know, granted things change, but it was like, who knows, right? Yeah. But I can't live with those who knows because I found something else that I love to do too. Yeah. You know, so it's like, if we stop ourselves before we start, we're definitely never going to get to the goals. And there's another lesson that I learned from MMA. You can't land a punch that you don't throw. That was also my big thing with the whole fighting situation. Like, as much as I don't didn't like the outcome, I never regretted it. Yeah. Because at least I tried it. You mm -hmm. know, at least some of us that are not willing to step into the cage, that's fine. But it, be real with yourself. If you really want to try it, like, if you're just not doing it because you're scared, then that's on you. You know. Yeah. But if you just, because some people just want to do it because it's cool. Yeah. But it's like, if this is something that you really want to do for yourself, then do it. Maybe the outcome doesn't come out, but you're never going to regret stepping into the cage for that. Yeah. Or competing, right? Because like, or teaching a class or whatever the case is. Like some people want to coach. How would you know if you're going to be a good coach if you never teach a class or you never actually coach? Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing when I get a phone call from someone that's looking to join the class. It's like, you know, what are your goals with this? They're like, I want to go pro. Have you ever trained before? Never. I was like, so your goal should be one, try it. Yeah. Two, stay consistent with it. Three, have some amateur fights. And <laughs> then four, maybe go pro. Mm -hmm. You know, but I think just the delusion that someone with absolutely no training can just jump in and be pro right away. Pro. Yeah. They set themselves up for failure because they can't even stay consistent. Mm -hmm. Because what they see on TV is very different than what we do. Yeah. You know, but what you see on TV very rarely are you going to see someone's first punch on national television their first MMA class their first MMA training you're not going to see it we don't know what Tyson looked like on his first day of training right. yeah. you know and his and his coach didn't even take him until he did the you know five mile runs and the thousand jumps on the rope he's like I'm not going to even coach you until you get these things in remember um I you probably heard it earlier, but I just watched the video of GSP, uh, George St. Pierre, saying that his first jiu-jitsu match, he grappled the guy that was 30 pounds smaller than him. He got tapped five times in five minutes. Mm -hmm. And from that day forward, he's like, well, he's like, he could have quit, right? He's like, damn, I just want to quit everything and stop yep. everything. And he says that even after that, his first wrestling match, he got pinned in like the first 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. But he's like, either you let those failures get to you or you keep going forward. Yep. And so it just reminded me of those times that you got pinned mm -hmm. or you lost your wrestling badge. You could have quit. Yeah. But you did it. And look at you now. I lost my first wrestling match in about 10 seconds. Oh, shit. You see? That's like tough. And like, then I had to go wrestle again 10 minutes later. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, but... And that's, that's what fascinates me about people, you yeah. know, and and there's certain people that, you know, don't know me that well, don't know the business or the industry that well, or just don't know my goals. I think it's more that they're like, where you can make so much more money if you just did this and this and this. I'm like, that's that's not what I'm looking for. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm looking for the people that want to take the time to learn. Okay. You know, it's not even wanting to fight is I want people that are will that want to make themselves better. Better people, better martial artists, better addition to society. Yeah. You know? But not everyone's willing to do that. 
you know so i don't fight for people people want to cancel especially people that i see that have lack of discipline lack of consistency if they don't want to keep training okay leave i'm not going to chase you i'm not going to try to stop you from quitting but it's the people that i see deep down want to get better but maybe they're scared or maybe they don't know how or maybe there's just a little bit of lack of motivation those i'll fight to keep a little bit more because they're putting that effort yeah and you meet them halfway yep. at least you're able to recognize when someone's putting in that effort you know yeah yeah i mean it's just the same thing with their goals how much effort are you willing to put in for your goals yeah and a lot of people are so good at posting it right just saying no oh, i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that but are you really putting in the physical effort mental physical effort yep. even emotional <coughs> effort to get your goals accomplished because those of us that have been doing this a while we feel physically sore yeah we feel mentally and emotionally drained yeah but we we, we do what we can yeah. you know to, to keep going with our goals you know it took some time off it was very difficult for me to take time off i hate taking time off yeah. but i knew if i didn't take time off i i was going to break down because I, I was already feeling the fatigue yeah. you know so i needed a few days to just kind of come back to balance you know, it was difficult, but it was necessary. Just like training. Training might get difficult, but it's necessary. Yeah. You know, and, and when I say training, it maybe it's not just MMA training. Like, people that are not passionate about it, okay, go do something else then. So but long as stay you're happy. Yeah, stay yeah. healthy, stay happy, mentally, physically, emotionally. I think maybe that's where a lot of things, a lot of, I think people <coughs> misconfuse, like, they confuse how you function. Yeah. how you see life right because your passion in other words it's your mental physical health yep could be right it's one of those mma is a way that helps you stay physically and emotionally and mentally stronger and healthier but when people make it seem like the the sport is their passion the sport is their lifestyle the sport is what they do and then they don't live by that. Now you're like, but where's your mental health? Where's your yeah. physical health? What's all that? You know? Yeah. And that's where I think people maybe could judge or maybe could misinterpret how you see things because they're like, well, he doesn't understand me in my life. Yeah. Because you, you're all about, okay, no excuses. But what, mm. did we, what did we just find out? We can talk about this testimony later on, but it's a really good story about a woman. Mm -hmm. Um like a lot of people don't don't put excuses and they make it to the gym regardless of how hard their life situations yeah. are you know when someone just came in she says that she works four jobs because yeah. she's got a family back home in, in another country where where she provides for them while yeah. she's also studying for her master's here and now she wants to train yep because she used to train and it was good for her physical health and mental health and obviously working four jobs trying to provide for her family gets very stressful so mma was the only thing that kind of helped her clear her mind see that proves your point like yeah if you want to do this you don't put excuses yeah you know even if you train at home you're still training like be honest with yourself so again if people don't like to hear the truth then yeah of course they're not gonna want to talk to you yeah because you're gonna straight up say like what's your excuse yeah, i was just texting <laughs> i was texting with an old uh training partner he wished me a happy new year and then I told him about, you know, Zach's 10-year anniversary. You know, we're going to get some rounds with him on, on January 12th. Mm -hmm. I was like, you should stop by. 
and he's like, oh, I'm so fat and out of shape. I'm going to get tired just going up the stairs. And now I got to go up one more flight of stairs from where we used to be. Oh, my God. And, and I just told him, I was like, there's an elevator in the building that works just fine. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you got an answer for everything. You're becoming the next Yoda. <laughs> you know, I was like, it's not an answer. It's just the truth. You're going to get tired of the stairs. Take the elevator. Save yeah. your energy for the training then. Yeah. Until you work your way back up. Because there's only one way to not be fat and out of shape. Yeah. You know. But. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Excuse you know. It, if you don't want to go, say it. I yeah. think that's. Like, that's. A, I think people think that you are not going to like them. Or you're going to stop talking to them. Or disown them as, as a acquaintance, friend, whatever. Yeah. By, use, by them saying, like, I don't like MMA. Like, you, they're offending you, yeah. type of thing. You know? Mm-hmm. Because, again, they're attaching... It's like... It's kind of like... It is kind of unfair. Like, attaching you to the sport. Like, it's... When you're a good friend, like, you're a good friend, you don't need to do MMA with it, you know? You just happen to train together, but... If I get more offended from the people that lie. They yeah. tell me, yeah, you know, I, I love it. I just can't do it right now. I was like, then you're lying to me. <laughs> yeah, you're lying. Just say how it is. You don't like it, I. Right. You have it with the priorities, okay? Mm-hmm. I respect that. But don't say to my face, "I love it so much," and you're not willing to put in the work. Yeah. Because it's like work. People work. Yeah, they're getting money, but you're still going to work. You know. And you don't feel like going to work every day. You, you still go. do it. Right. You know. So it's like, hey, maybe that's another. You know, for the students that are listening. Anybody that set goals, also write down the the positive feelings that you get when you're done training. You know, so on those days that you don't feel like coming, on those days that you're too sore, the days that you're mentally tired from work, because if work is what got you tired, that's work. Training hasn't gotten you tired yet. You know, so why are you going to take that away from yourself just because of something that happened at work? You know, so maybe that's something else that it's a good thing to write down next to those goals, those positive feelings, because achieving those goals or attempting those goals are going to come with days where you feel like giving up. Yeah. So what what do you do when that happens? What's your backup plan? Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's a good point. I didn't think about that. I remind true. myself all the time, the days that I don't feel like going to the gym, I think of why I started and why I keep going. Today I was so sore, and then I still went, and even uh, my niece, she went, and she straight up told you, like, I was not going to go and tell you that I'm going to see you on Wednesday instead. Like, she straight up said it, but she still came in. You know, she was, she literally did not let her emotions dictate what she did last night. I mean, tonight, and she did it. She still trained, and she didn't regret it. And that's all of us. Like, when we don't feel like training... It's just our mindset playing games. Yep. You just got to do it. Like today, you, I know you're still recovering from the weekend. And you still didn't, probably didn't feel like training. And you still did it. You mm-hmm. still did your rounds. Yep. And what? I was very close to saying, you know what? My head hurts. We're going home. <laughs> but? But I knew I had to keep moving. Because if I didn't start moving today, it was just going to be more and more difficult mm-hmm. for the rest of the week. Yeah. So you start strong. Yep. Set the tone. You know, and right now we got all the New Year's resolutioners. Don't get caught up with them. You know, set your tone, set your pace. Now, if you're the type of person that wanted a fresh start, this was your fresh start, right? Yeah. 
the year just started. What yep. are you going to do with it? Yep. True that. But that's that. You know, it's maybe not exactly what people would expect out of a, a coach or an instructor or anything like that. But it's just, it's, it's reality. Yeah. You know, and it's just the way that it is. It's the things that I've seen over the years. Um, and things that I think people stop themselves from getting their goals themselves. You know, so if, if this helped, hopefully, to kind of even just change or give you a different uh, perception of it so you can make the adjustments that you need so that you can actually achieve the goals that you set out for yourselves this year. Um, thank you guys for listening. Social media is still there. You can follow us on Instagram. Well, you can follow me on all the major social media platforms at TazMMA underscore fitness. You can follow Nene on Instagram at Nene underscore MMA underscore CMM as well as subscribe to her YouTube and Patreon, Nene MMA. Um, Taz Knows also has a YouTube channel that we're going to be working on. Uh, we've already recorded some stuff. Um, we're going to bring back the long videos, the long form videos, not just the shorts, um, where we kind of go more in details with some of the stuff that we talk about on the podcast and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be closely related with some visuals to help um, visualize some of the things that we're talking about as well. So make sure you subscribe to that at Taz Knows on YouTube as well. Um, cool. Am I forgetting anything? I feel like it's been a while. That's it. That's it, But again, hope you guys enjoyed the holiday break. Hope you guys are ready for the new year and all the new goals and the new challenges that come with it. And thank you for listening. And we will see you guys back next week. Bye.